It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck. I'm a motorsports writer for The Athletic, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next, it's Kevin Magnuson from Haas F1 team. If you listen to the Teardown podcast, our post-race podcast, or follow me on Twitter, you know I was at the Miami Grand Prix last week. And if you listen to these 12 questions podcast, you know that the previous one was Kyle Larson asking if there was some way to get Kevin Magnuson on the podcast uh, so he could ask a specific question. And he'll be very excited with Kevin Magnuson's answer because uh, it was about sprint cars and Magnuson seemed to really enjoy talking about that. So you'll hear that in our interview. Maybe a little background noise on this because we were outside at the Miami Grand Prix in the paddock area, but hopefully that just uh, provides some ambiance, I guess, for the interview. And let's go ahead and listen to what Kevin Magnuson had to say on the 12 questions. All right, everybody. I'm here with Kevin Magnuson. And uh, Kevin, this is a, a 12 questions interview where I ask the same 12 questions just to a different driver every week. So not specific to you, just hopefully that some drivers can talk about. So yeah. thank All you right. for, for sitting down. Thank you. Um, so the first one is, how do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes? You know, like you're oh, sitting on the airplane. That. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, at least on short flights, you know, no way. Keep it upright, you know. Um, yeah, that's my. <laughs> that's how I feel. If somebody does leans back on you, do you feel obligated? Like you have to do it yourself, or are you like, no, I'm not going to do that to the person behind me, even though you've been <laughs> wronged. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I stay. I, I, I leave my own up, upright. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, I like Especially that. when you're, if 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 the guy behind you is uh, eating on the on the table, you know that. It's just impossible to eat if, yeah. uh, if the seat in front is uh, inclined. Um, so, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Uh, it depends why I am, I guess. Um, how often? Well, it, it happens, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you, do people come up to you, or do they mostly like stare and be like, "Oh, there, here he is." There's some um, some staring, uh, for sure. And some, some people come up and ask for a, a photo or, you know, just to chat. Yeah, and you're good with that? Yeah, I'm okay. It's, yeah. uh, it's all, all part of it. You know? Yeah. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? 1. Oh, you're not <laughs> good at texting. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, are, I'm do you, do you see them and then just be like, no, nah, I'm not going to reply? Or do you just not see them? <laughs> uh, yeah, f- uh, I don't know. I get a lot. The thing is, around around Formula One races, there's so many. I get so many text messages from people who uh, who are watching, and um, you know, then I get like behind, and I feel like I have to reply to to people. Then I just give up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who will not stop talking? 
I don't know, but I feel like you know, kids kids have it all uh, figured out. You know, they just turn around and walk away. <laughs> Since you've been a parent, you've noticed this observation. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. that's that's. Uh, I'm I'm trying to learn from that and uh, try and practice doing the same. Okay, I like that. Uh, if you could only pick one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? If I could only if I if I could choose one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean. Um, I I use Instagram a little bit. I don't have the app, uh, so I log on, to, you know, to my profile on on the browser. Okay. Because I feel like that makes it a little harder for me to spend time on Instagram. Uh, it's so easy to be dragged into, like, you know, you you take your phone up, go on Instagram, and an hour passes in five minutes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I I, I don't have the app intentionally to try and stop myself from spending a lot of time on it and also it's different ha different having instagram when you when you got a lot of followers to when when it's mainly just friends and family oh you. right right yeah that's true um what advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made it's hard to give a good advice i mean because the the best thing i can say is just <laughs> do get over it you know <laughs> move on um f1 is very much you know, in F1, everything you do is analyzed as if it, as if you made a mistake. I'm sure even, you know, when Mercedes or Red Bull are winning races for Ferrari, you know, they go through all every little detail of their race as if, it, uh, uh, you know, looking for mistakes. And um, so what I'm, what I'm saying is mistakes is normal and it's part of the pro, it's part of making progress. So, okay. um, you know, just uh, don't feel down about it. Okay. Just, um, learn from it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so this is, next one is a wild card question where I'm mixing it up for each person. And um, in in 2017, we did this interview. Um, I was at Coda, and I asked you, um, do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers? And you, you said no. And since then, as like Drive to Survive and all the social media clips of you guys at the press conferences, every little funny thing, you know, they're trying to get you to say something funny, and they put it out there. Um, so do you still feel like drivers are not entertainers? Is it going that way a little bit more? How do you view all that? Um, well, you know, we are entertaining people. You know, there's a lot of people watching us and being entertained by us driving around. And uh, uh, so in that sense, of, I guess we are entertainers. But, you know, I don't see myself as, you know, I don't try, try I don't go out there on track trying to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think it's just like a sub, you know, like a consequence of, of what we do. But, you know, my, my focus is on trying to do, make a good result, you know, get, be fast. And, um, you know, that's, as you know, that's entertaining to, to a lot of people. Um, so, which is good. Uh, that's what runs the sport. Yeah. Um, so if you felt that you got blatantly taken out of a race, like somebody ran into you on purpose, how do you handle that? I mean, I know there's going to be a penalty for them, but do you go confront them? What, how do you deal with that? That, you know, that specific situation is very unlikely to ever happen. Someone just taking you out, you know, in Formula One, that doesn't happen. Okay. Because, you know, we, these cars don't take a lot of, you know, slightest little contact and they explode, you know, it's, uh, they're so fragile. It's not like in um, sports cars or in NASCAR where you see them you know, taking each other out and still being able to finish the race themselves. And I think it's, it's different here. So m when you get touched or when you get 
you know bummed out it's usually because the guy made a mistake and okay that i don't makes sense. i don't confront anyone okay uh what movie do you think you've seen the most times in the last year in the last year mm-hmm. wow i don't know if i've watched a movie in the last year oh okay not a movie guy i am but i am um, i don't know I had a kid and uh, <laughs> that changes everything. We, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I watched I watched some on the on the plane and I can't remember which ones it was. I was probably sleeping. Yeah, how do you do screen time with the kids? Do you let them see like Coco Melon and stuff, or do you try to keep them away from that? She's one. She's a year and a half, so yeah. uh, you know it's uh, it's not a problem yet. But I'm sure you know she'll grow up and find out what a you know realize what an iPad is and <laughs> she'll wanna wanna spend time on that. But I think it's best not to uh, spend too much time on on these devices. Yeah. Um, when you think about F1 five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? I think I'm optimistic because I see the momentum that Formula One has with, with, the, you know, with the public and there's, there's a lot of attention, you know, uh, especially in the US, we're at the US, you know, the Miami Grand Prix now and you can see the bus there is around this race and the attention that it gets. Um, I'm way more optimistic than I'm nervous. I don't know what what I would be nervous about, you know, um, for the sport at least. I, I think it's it's going in a very good direction. Okay. Um, so a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over. But you get to keep all of the knowledge that you have now and all the lessons you've learned. So would you want to go back and start over or just stay where you are? Because I've been very lucky many times, I wouldn't there to go back I'd be too afraid that I wouldn't get lucky the same way I I did so uh, yeah I think I'd stay as it is okay uh, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next person and the last one it was with uh, Kyle Larson from NASCAR and he was fascinated by this uh, video that was out there once I guess you had, you had tested one of Tony Stewart's sprint cars and he watched the onboard of this and he had heard that you were like really good and up to speed and he listened to the throttle and you were like on it and so he wanted to know I guess what you thought of the sprint car um, what was uh, he said uh, what was the power weight ratio like to com- compared to F1 and would you ever consider racing um, a, a dirt race um, it was probably one of the most fascinating and thrilling uh, experiences I've ever had in, uh, in racing uh, it was so crazy you know and so different like I was on totally different territory um, I really loved it you know it was a shock uh, how, how fast this little thing is and how much grip it had on, on the dirt you know in my mind every time I go on on the dirt in you know in my career it's been because I made a mistake and uh, <laughs> and there's no grip out there yeah but then with this car it was like um, a lot of grip had a lot of downforce when you get it out you know when you're sliding through the corner there's so much downforce and grip and uh, you just gotta keep the throttle in um totally different you know i had tony there uh, showing me the ropes and um giving me advice and um it was great you know I'd, i'd love to do it again cool um so the next interview i'm doing is with um jimmy johnson from uh now indycar uh do you have a question that i might be able to ask him I'd love to know if, you know, now that he's uh, driving on, on ovals, um, if that is a more familiar environment to him, if he, 
if there's you know is there a lot more that from his past experience that he can apply or use in on ovals with the IndyCar? I know that you know it's um, a completely different world to him racing IndyCars at at road courses. You know it must be like starting you know from from zero, like learning to walk again almost. You know he was a a legend in in NASCAR, but he you know I have a lot of respect for what he's done to step into such a unknown territory and. Uh, you know, he, he has had the guts to try and, and go in there, you know, at that level, IndyCar, um, and, and, you know, tackle that challenge. Is huge, huge respect for that. So, but yeah, that would be my question. Okay. Uh, on the ovals, if, if there's some of his past experience that is similar or useful there. Yeah. Well, thank you for playing along with these. Really appreciate that. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. There you have it. Kevin Magnuson on the 12 questions. Second time we've had him on, actually. I did a joint 12 questions five years ago with Roman Grosjean and Magnuson at the Circuit of the Americas race. And he's also the second F1 driver we've had this year. If you want to hear more, uh, we had Checo Perez on a couple weeks back. So go ahead and find that one. That was a good one as well. And of course, would love to do more uh, F1 drivers. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes as the year goes on. Also, as you heard there, the next interview will be with Jimmy Johnson. It's getting close to the Indy 500, so looking forward to that. Obviously, he's going to be uh, probably a contender there, uh, given how he did on the Oval at Texas, so be interested to see what he has to say. Anyway, appreciate you, as always, for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast. <laughs>